Hey guys, welcome to the Cluster Cuss Week 42. The big 42. I can say that because it's the last one. We can say it's the big one because it's the last it, one. Oh Didn't make it a year, did we? we About tr- 10 weeks away. Oh, that's so sad. It's 52 your fault. weeks in a year. It's my fault. It's my fault. Uh, at the end of our last episode, I announced I will be leaving and moving to the big old apple the of New York. And this will be the last week of the Cluster Cuss. Uh, but it's been fun. It's been a blast. Been I've fun. really enjoyed this all. It's it's mainly for us more yeah. than anyone who's actually. We're listening. glad all of all you that listen. Ya, but we we've really appreciated the ten of ya. Yeah. Whoever is listening, I think it's different every week. But you know, yeah, we love you. Aaron, our sound guy this week, has been listening. So well, yeah. he's a newer listener, but he's a listener nonetheless. A listener. So this week. Did you say? Were you saying? I was just gonna say, a listener's a listener, listeners no matter what. No, no, I want to get. I want to get to the main Let's event. Let's get going. So, if guys, you guys couldn't tell by the title, we're watching one of our favorite movies. We are gonna be watching and doing commentary over top one of our favorite movies of all time, Scott, Scott Pilgrim, Pilgrim versus, versus the, the world. world. Scott Pilgrim the versus the world. <laughs> uh, it is one of the best movies ever made, with and, director and, Edgar Wright. Starring Who's been Michaels. on every list about directors we've yeah, ever had. Yeah, I think every episode of this podcast where we talk about like dream casting or dream directing, Edgar Wright's made that list at some point. Yeah. Minus the TV. Oh, no, I mentioned him on the TV because I mentioned Scott Pilgrim, Scott Pilgrim mm-hmm. on the TV. Um, so we're going to be doing commentary over this movie. We're just going to watch it. We'll kind of set up a time and kind of count down to when to press play if you want to join us watching this movie. Um, and then we'll just kind of chat. I don't know if it's going to be... I don't know if it'll be funny. I don't know if it'll be informative. It's, I it, you're gonna love it no matter what. But Aaron's gonna sit in and watch it, and so if Aaron likes it, y'all will like it. Maybe this Here is we go. this is how we do it. So what we're gonna do? Okay, so I'm pressing. Oh, so it's playing the Universal yeah, logo. So right the now. Universal logo just started. So how is there like a set start time? We'll sing along with it. Uh, the little part here. Dun dun. Bum. Start. Best, best movie ever. Not so long ago in a mysterious land, uh, Toronto, Toronto Canada. Canada. Bill Hader. I, I love his voiceover work in this whole movie. B- yeah, Bill Hader was asked to do all of the voiceovers pretty much for the entire movie. Which yeah? was an amazing call. Right off the bat, Scott Pilgrim's dating a high schooler. Do you remember when you almost dated a high schooler and we were that so excited did because not of this happen. one line? It's okay if it did. For the record, it did not happen. It did almost happen. I got her number. I didn't know she was a high schooler, and that was like three years ago, man. <laughs> it was like two years ago. You asked a girl out, and then you found out post-number, hey, like, you want to, what did you say? You were just like, hey, you want to go out? And then she's like, oh, I can't. It's a school night. <laughs> no, that's not what happened. <laughs> that's not yes, what it happened. Was. No, it's not. What was it? What happened? What happened? So I asked her out because I had to get a girl's number for this paper I was writing. You, no, no, you chose. The paper was... To, the paper was to do something I'd never done before, and so I decided to ask girls for their numbers, which is something I'd never done before. So I finally asked her. She said she gave me her number, and we texted for a little bit. I was just like, yeah, so like, what do you do? She's like, not much with school. And I'm like, oh, where do you go to school? Kind of thing, like Lipscomb, Vanderbilt. <laughs> She's like, um, blah, blah. Nashville, hi. hi. <laughs> <laughs> just like, Oh, <laughs> I have to go forever now. I don't think you ever reached out to her again. So I'm already a better person than Scott Porter. That was that was a, like a Lifeway store, and you haven't gone back since. I don't. Oh, think. I'm not. <laughs> I've never been back there. 
One day you're going to go back and you be like, oh, I graduated. And you'll be like, oh, nice. I did I, too, but from I college. wouldn't remember her and she would not remember me. Please, you know exactly what she looked like. She was blonde. That's all I got. Knives is meeting the band now. Kim. In the comics, one summer, about like two summers ago, we watched this movie maybe every other week. Yeah. I'd say around. We made excuses to just watch it again and again and again. Um, but we went to McKay's, which we've mentioned on the podcast before, mm-hmm. which is a used books, CDs, DVDs, whatnot. And we were Ben there today. purchased. We were there earlier today. My last time at McKay's. It was very sad. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Launchpad McQuack. Sex for Bomb. One, we'll two, listen to the song three, for a four. second. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me make the stasis. I'm a mama serpentine. I got a breathalyzer, and my blood is clean. This song isn't really music. Like it's fun, but it's not really impressive. But the visuals that Edgar Wright does for this opening these—I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think the these are all real. Ever. Like they actually burned these onto film. I think I remember that from the little commentary yeah. majig. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. Um, anyway, what was the McKay's story you were telling? McKay's? I was going to say... Um, what was the McKay's? Oh, Ben purchased all the comics. It's about six issues because there's seven evil there, Yeah, there are six books, and they're, they're pretty lengthy, and they're pretty amazing. They're, but they're really, really, really good. And we read all of them, and we wa- went back and watched this movie after reading all the comics and knives i was just gonna, well not knives i was just gonna say kim and this movie is a hilarious little like she's barely in it but she's got a really big presence in the comic books yeah she's a big part of like scott's backstory and everything else going on yeah and it's great in the in the comic because they take a full book for each evil ex where in the movie it does go quite quickly through each one but the pacing's done so well that i don't even care it's just yeah. in the comic books, you get a lot more time to develop each of the characters in this funny, creative world that, uh, what's, ah, oh, shoot, what's his name? What's uh, Brian Lee O'Malley. Brian Lee O'Malley created. Which I've read his other books, they're also incredible. Are they? Oh, they are. Oh, nice. I should yeah. check them out. Do, do you as remember what Scott happened? Pilgrim? Huh? As good as Scott Pilgrim or? I would say different. the book Seconds, just about as good as Scott Pilgrim. Really? Completely different ways, but it's amazing. Do you remember what happened to those comics, by the way? Good. I made, dang it. I messed up the line. I do remember what happened, and I was really mad about it because I wanted I, to reread them. I let them. the girlfriend I had at the time borrow them. Not the high schooler, for those of you who are confused about Ben's dating ha, life. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you. I let her borrow my comics, and then we broke up, and it was a pretty bad breakup, and I never saw them again. Well, you didn't even try, though. No, I did. You did? Yeah, you I did. said you never tried to get them back. No, I did, but I just like I never talked to her outside of that. So then you didn't really try. It's okay. You went back and purchased them all again. Look at the movie. Look Wallace. At the movie. Wallace Wells. Is it sad that I'm closer to Wallace Wells' age than Scott Pilgrim's age? Oh, we my both goodness. Are. Wait, how, how old, old is Scott? I thought he was 23. Is he 23? Yeah. Never mind. I apologize. I'm Scott. Nice. We're both Scott. Little shots like this is just like... Uh, they're taken book. straight from the comic. It's straight from the comic. But, I mean, the way that he stylized it was so, like, <laughs> just 
unique. And here, the first amazing cast member of this movie, Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. Anna, Anna, whatever. We saw Mike and Molly, Mike and Dave need wedding dates, and she yeah. was very funny in it. She's super funny. I really enjoyed the movie. It was very funny. It's crazy to see how big she's gotten, mainly thanks to Twilight and that catapulted well, her. I'm sad because she used to do amazing movies. And she's in kind of like I liked her, Mike and Dave, but she, and and I like her in Pitch Perfect. I loved her but in she used to be uh, like last an five Oscar years. Contender. She used to be like like fifty fifty. She's incredible in the descent, yeah. not the Descendants, Up in the Air. She's incredible in. She got an Oscar nom for that. I think she just needs to find the right movie. It's been so long since she's been in like a really crazy, amazing drama. Yeah, I'm hopeful. Which is okay. Like she's mainstream now, which is like fine. But I just like to see her really dive into her acting roots, too. She deserves that much. Yeah. Fun fact. Michael Sarah and the guy playing Wallace Wells were in a play together called This Is Us. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That opened up while I was in New York. And my friend of mine worked opening night or was at opening night. And I really wanted to go because of Scott Pilgrim, even though the play was very, very different than Scott Pilgrim, obviously. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to go. Oh, I was really sad. I'm sorry. Run. <laughs> Bill Hader again. The commentary. I would totally try would, to play this game. I was movie. just about to say, I want to play this game so bad. I would be so awful at it. Like, I would be so terrible at it. Every shirt that Scott Pilgrim owns, I want to own. Yeah? Am I alone in that? No, I would totally wear them all. This little Sharpie shirt. But he wears them ironically. The SP shirt that he wears in the poster and wears in the beginning of the movie, people think is Scott Pilgrim, but it's actually a, a T-shirt for Smashing Pumpkins, the band. Yeah, yeah. Very good, very fun band. And there actually is a song called Scott Pilgrim that plays in this movie soundtrack. Is it really? Yeah. Uh-huh. The I've loved you for a thousand years, a thousand... Oh, I yeah. have the soundtrack for this movie, and I've listened to it so many freaking times. It's so good. I was going to get it on vinyl the other day because it's only like 20 bucks. Oh, why didn't you? And it's red vinyl. Why didn't you? I just, I haven't yet. Oh my gosh, that sounds I amazing. That sounds so, I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it right now. Do it right now. Pull up your phone and get that vinyl. Live on it. the cluster cuss. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you tell everyone your card information as you're putting it in, just for the authenticity. Just to see if people are actually listening. <laughs> Audrey, Audrey Plaza, who was also in Mike and Dave. Yes, Aubrey Plaza's in I didn't this even think about that. Well. They, they did a movie together already. It's only $17. Parker, why have you not bought Parker, this before? Why? I'm tempted to get it. On vinyl? You can't really listen to it. I know, but I will just have it on red vinyl. That's awesome. I have to ship it to, uh, to Wisconsin. To Wisconsin. Uh, whatever. I love the scene transitions, how they're just seamless. They just... Place your order. Order's placed. He's got the vinyl, everyone. You heard it here first. Parker Shot Purchased got... Purchased the vinyls. Scott Pilgrim vinyl. Juno on vinyl is a related search. I love Juno. I do, too. There's the first hidden X right there. And there's that really subtle, like, whoosh sound right when it comes up. I love that. And there's the X on his jacket. Yeah. That's for X-Men. They actually have a pretty good joke about that in the comic that they don't put in the movie. 
Solo this morning. This is straight from the comic. Yeah. But they don't delve into this as much as the, they do yeah. in the movie. Actually, to prepare for this slightly, I didn't prepare a lot, but I already know this movie so well in the comics, but I watched the YouTube video, the the, the YouTube channel that oh, does the comparison. The yeah. comparison yeah, yeah. what's the difference? This. Yeah. How is this compar- different compared to the comic books, the movie versus the comics? Yeah. And they said that the... Uh, what is it called? The Subspace. Subspace is a big part of the comics, which it is. Yeah. Um, I haven't read the comics in a long, long time, a couple of years, but I remember that that's a big part of it. But it, it's always confused me. Like, if you just watch the movie, it's just like a weird it thing is. to just have. But I'm okay with it. Maybe that's why the movie doesn't have amazing ratings everywhere. It's because it's confusing. Aaron, I feel I, like you're behind. Do you want to join us up here? Like, move the couch up? Or do you like it back? You're good back there? Can you hear the movie? Oh, this song. I love this one. Okay. I'm good without popcorn. Thank you, though. Ramona. Mary Elizabeth Winstead from the hit 10 Cloverfield Lane. She's so good in 10 Cloverfield Lane. She's but this so is like the good first in movie general. I really remember her from. She was in uh, Spectacular Now. I don't think you saw that. I haven't. It's very good. The book is really good. <laughs> Kim <laughs> Have they already done the part where young Neil is asked what games he plays? Yeah, that was at the beginning. They did that already? Yeah. Oh, I love young Neil. <laughs> this is you going to any time we've ever been out and about. Yeah. I'm very similar to Scott this Pilgrim. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I think he's a writer. He guy is. He's been in some other stuff. He's in like every sitcom as like a writer who ends up showing up in the in the cast as yeah. like a cameo. G and T's gin and tonics. I like uh-huh. to partake in some myself. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Michael Sarah's perfect in this movie. For what this movie's doing, yeah. I, I'm just, I'm more curious what someone else would have done. The comic, for what, we've talked about this before we started recording. The comic book version of Scott Pilgrim, the character, is, a, the mo- in terms of, like, accuracy, Scott Pilgrim, the character, is most different from movie to comic book than any of the other characters. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, I mean, to make it move quicker, the way that Edgar Wright made this, Michael Sarah, in my opinion, is perfect in his portrayal, and I think he's great. But in the comic book, the way they portray him, he's just a different character. He's a little bit more full of himself and not so, like, self-doubting, which Michael Sarah's always self-doubting. Yeah. Or is that a thing? Self-doubting or doubting himself? Yeah. I think maybe put doubting Self-doubting. before himself. That makes sense. Is there a purpose for the black balloons above them, do you know? I think it's just to show how isolated they are. There's two of them, and they're both very dull. He's pretty dull. 
I think the only thing weirder than the Pac-Man story he's telling is how he's clenching that cup. The whole time? Yeah. I love it. If like someone came ball. up to me and told me like this really like smart anecdote about like Shakespeare or Mozart, but they were holding their cup that way, I would be <laughs> so freaked out. We just talked about those. Talked about the two balloons, yeah. Whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they're all Canadian, just so everyone knows. Yeah. They're also those two are also bigger in the comics. That's right. They're the worst. I think Brian Malley's in this party scene. Got some battle scars, dude. (laughs) Gosh, I love Aubrey Plaza in this movie. She was in this before she was in. um, Was this before Parks and Rec? Yeah, it was. It was. No, it wasn't. I'm pretty sure it was. No, look that up. Looking I do not it believe up so. Currently, so I can tell you that I'm right. Now, Stephen Stills is dating Aubrey Plaza in the movie, and he does at the beginning of the comics, but he ends up being yeah. gay at the end, correct? He does. Who does he end up hooking up with? Kim's? Um, I Kim's think roommate? You, I can't remember if it's Kim's roommate or if it's one of the other Scots. I forget. I don't think it's one of the other Scots. All right, so Scott Pilgrim. It's really good. That's 2010. Kim! <laughs> okay, so Parks and Rec started in 2009. So it's one year off. One year before. This is 2010? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wowza. That was a practical lighting so this effect, was by the way. trying to get over the bad, bad, bad season one of Parks and Rec. Do you know how many times I've thrown things like that because of this movie? Really? Yeah, where I've kind of like hit it on slapped my arm. Slapped it up? Yeah, <laughs> slapped it up. I don't think I've ever thrown my keys at your head. I'm, happy. I th- I'm thankful for that. Maybe I don't think we've ever really. shared a queen bed together. Well, that's really our loss. You're right. Why haven't we? Parker, tonight. So we get the cluster cut. <laughs> tonight. <laughs> Celebrate the last episode. Are those two semicolons on his shirt? Yeah. Oh, they're quotes. Or two quotations. <laughs> Has anyone used a quote yet? I love these transitions. So good. It's a comic book. It is. It's this a comic is book accurate, and a video game. This is the most accurate comic book to film shooting. This would probably style. be my favorite. The most the Hulk. I was gonna say Ang Lee's Hulk tries to do it because he was trying to be all like strictly a comic book to screen, and it but looks you can't terrible. take that seriously. But you have to do yeah. You have to have it add to the plot and not just have it be like weird scene transitions. I hate it in Ang Lee's Hulk. Ang Lee's brilliant. He deserves the Oscar he got for Life of Pi. But goodness gracious, everyone has their bad days. Scott's reading Matthew Patel's email. On an AOL, on a Mac 98. Is it a Mac? Or a PC. PC, I thought, yeah. Boring. Delete. (laughs) I said delete so many times from this movie. (laughs) Same. You can do that now. This is is the future. It is. This is what I'm going to be doing for the Scott Pilgrim vinyl for the next two days, is sitting Uh in front of the door waiting. (laughs) Ha ha. So cute, so cute. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> Knives is legitimately Knives is too, too good for Scott. Yeah. Do not sit. Oh, I want to go to the arcade so bad now. Oh, Galaxy Arcade or whatever it's called. Game Galaxy. That's what I said. I went to the one over in, uh, I forget what other part of Nashville it's in, but it's even bigger. Is it? With more arcade games, not as many pinball machines. Ooh. That game is definitely rated T. For too much fun. Ha <laughs> ha. Do they rate arcade games? Yeah. Is it really? The ESRB, I believe, also rates arcade games. Hmm. And they'll have notices if they have like anything too immature. I want to scratch my guitar up like that. Oh my gosh. TIBB. TIBB. Toronto International Battle of the Bands. Ben, were you ever in a battle of the bands? Uh, I went to a couple. You never in a band? I was in a pet band. Oh, my band killed at the Battle of the Bands. Hey, you played the guitar. You played the guitar. I did play the guitar, not until the later later gigs. You know, Surrender by Cheap Trick. I'd play the the keyboard like the. That's very nice. Real intricate, real difficult, but I nailed it. I I'm think. really impressed. I'm proud of you for what you've done. Yeah. Battle of the Bands are fun. A lot of energy. Yeah, lots of A lot of anger if you're bad. But you know, it was seventh grade. We were all bad. I remember the high school ones. I love this P bar. P bar. So, for the record, also, this scene, which is about to have a huge transition, they did it all in one take. Yeah, there was no CG in this scene. This all legitimately happened. So, from from the friend's bedroom to the bathroom to the locker room. This is a different take, but. Like, that single shot was legitimately a single shot. No special effects. Love it. I want to know what he ordered from Amazon. That's just nothing. We never know. That is true. How big is a package? Not very. She isn't quite as off-putting in the comic either. Yeah. I love Mary Elizabeth Elizabeth Winstead. I love Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Did Aaron go? I think he went to the bathroom. Did he? Oh. Uh, I love her in this role, but in the comic, she's a little bit more. She's She's also more vibrant. Yeah, she she likes Scott. Yeah. She shows her emotions more in the comics. She's acting as the emotion deadpan. Yes. That's not an emotion, is it? Are the superhero? I'm deadpan. Sidekick. (laughs) That shot took 38 takes. Because he threw it, the package, and it landed in the trash can. Real life. Real life. Really happened. Scott Pilgrim, a.k.a. Michael Sarah, kick your butt at basketball. 
Is this set fake, I assume, most of it? Um, part of this was done on location, but then they went back to add some stuff, and that was done on a soundstage. Because they almost put black lines around their silhouettes when it's a wide shot to make it look like a comic book drawing. Yeah. I love it. Like, I think this is on the soundstage. It's got to be. So for the record, or no, I'm thinking of the wrong thing. No, say it. I want to make fun no, of you. No, I thought it was that thing. only Scout left footprints because they were out of line. But never mind. That was stupid. It was a stupid thing to even mention. I'm sorry. That's embarrassing. I'm if I recall correctly, I saw that Mary Elizabeth Winstead was leaving footprints. Yeah, I know. I don't want to get into it. I wanted to get into tea because of this movie and a scene that will happen in a moment. And I, a friend of mine at work, because it's my last week, bought some tea for me to drink. Aww. Because he's like, you want to get into tea? Here's some tea. Let's, let's get some tea drinking. Dude, that's awesome. I know. He's a nice guy. Tongue. <laughs> Tongue. Yeah, this is the most out there scene in the movie. But it's like straight from the book. I love it. And it looks so cool. It was my wallpaper on my laptop for a while. Oh, was, was that it? shot? Yeah. I love that shot. That is straight from the comic. Yeah. Ramona, come closer. I watched, for those of you who are curious about what I did earlier today, I watched Castaway <laughs> first when I was working today. First time, first time viewing. First of all, or real quick. Aaron, are you leaving? Oh, he's good. He's getting something to drink. Uh, Castaway. He, Tom Hanks wears a good deal of sweaters before he gets into the accident. Yeah. And, so, and now Ramona's wearing a very nice sweater. And I'm so like, now you want to get into sweaters? I really want to get into sweaters. Okay. Usually when I say I want to get into something, I get into it. You do, but... I was like, I handkerchiefs. Would, I, would, I got a I would, lot of handkerchiefs I would now. save it. Save it? Save the sweaters for when they're appropriate. Oh, you mean like winter? Yeah. Oh, I, no, no, no. I'm not wearing <laughs> sweaters tomorrow. It's August. Nope, it's July. Yeah. Will be August. And oh, I love this the song. They had... They had uh, Michael Sarah learn the bass line to this song and actually play it in that yep. in this shot. I think he learned a, most of the bass at least. For this I movie. think so. <laughs> Smooth operator. Michael Sarah is one of the most awkward looking people ever. Yeah. He doesn't even have a chin. How is he getting with Mew? That's the most implausible part of this Isn't movie. Isn't Mew the name of the character in 10 Cloverfield Lane? No, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Mew. That's what people are referring to when they say Mew. Yeah. Oh, golly. I thought that was like <laughs> abbreviation for her name in 10 Cloverfield Lane because no, it's an the Cloverfield podcast talks about Mew all the time. Yeah, it's an abbreviation oh, for her name in her life. Golly. Yeah. You win some, you lose some, Parker. I've lost too many. She lives in a proper house. It's Toronto. Everyone can live anywhere. Um, not Scott Pilgrim. True. He has a very bad place. 
He literally lives in a hole in the wall. Yeah, we're terrible. Please come. I can't tell you how many times I've said that. Wow. Seven X's. <laughs> this place, is, this a place is a toilet. Plumtree, the band or the shirt that he's wearing. Fun fact: they're the ones that performed the song Scott Pilgrim. I thought you just said Smashing Pumpkins is. No, that's just the SP. Oh, I thought you were saying Smashing Pumpkins is the one that plays the song. No. So there's also a song called Scout Program. It's oh, by Plumtree. Oh, okay, okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just noticed the heartbeat led into the mic check tapping. Yeah. I never noticed that until now. <laughs> also, those drawings are by Brian Lee O'Malley. He the, did him? The artist nice. of the comic, yeah. Once you're on stage, Jimmy's got some nice glasses. He does. <laughs> so sad. So very, very sad. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> does, uh... Does Canada have different drinking laws? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm just curious because his sister is drinking like a Sprite, it seems, but her date is drinking a beer. So I'm just curious how above her age she's dating. I'm curious. Ah, editing is the real star in this movie. Yes, it is. The editing in this movie. But also the directing because he... He was the vision behind it. He had all that in mind when he made it. It wasn't just a way to fix the movie after the fact. They're on (laughs) Nive is such a good person I love her Yeah, Real quick The previous band What were they called? Crash Crash and the Boys Boys. In the comic They play a big part in this Yeah they actually They change into a different band And they become good guys Don't they kill the bad guy Or they kill everyone in the theater 
No, they they, they, you, please they die. it Kills says everyone. this next song knocks out the whole crowd. Oh, that's the name and of the song. And they knock out every song. The whole crowd. Yeah. I love thinking what their amp setup must be for for his uh, acoustic to sound like an electric guitar to sound like that so yeah. grungy. <laughs> Truck, truck, truck. I really do like this song. Also, I love his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Who's? Steven Stills? Yeah. If I ever found that shirt, I would buy it. With the heartbeat. guitars on the shoulders? Yeah, heck yeah, <laughs> man. Man. Matthew Patel. Of the seven evil exes, my by far my least favorite. I understand, but which is nice to get him out of the nail, way early. They on. nail the look of him. <laughs> he he looks just and acts just like he does in the comic. It's just how he is. Yep. I just love it because, ah! like, the movie's fun up until this point, but as soon as that happens, you're like, oh, this movie <laughs> takes place in a really odd universe. An amazing universe. Because that's actually happening. Yeah. And they're all not reacting weirdly they're, to yeah, it. Yeah, they all take it like, nice, fight. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is, this is a fight that's happening. Yes! <laughs> punch, 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 punch! I love that this takes place in a world where Scott Pilgrim is being attacked, and immediately he doesn't know what's happening, but he's like, all right, I'm going to fight, and he does real well. And for some reason, he's just a really good fighter. Yeah, it he's gets, a really good fighter. It gets explained in the comics. It but does, But it doesn't yeah. make any sense here. Pilgrim. And it doesn't really make sense in the comic. They just kind of like say it's a thing. They're just like, they're oh, just Scott's like the it. best fighter in the state. Did you not yeah, know that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Boyfriend. Has this guy who plays Matthew Patel been in anything else? I, I don't recognize look. him. I'll look. But I love that they add the chalk to this fight. It's just a small touch, but it really the means a lot to makes The dust makes it, yeah, it makes it look legit. <laughs> now, Aaron, you've never seen this movie. Was that a shock when the, the fight began? <laughs> Came out of nowhere, didn't he? Just started fighting. No, this is actually happening. This is really happening. This in the is story. the world that they live in. I promise you, this is real life. Yes. Yeah, he is. He's doing Michael Jackson moves, according to Aaron, is what he said, if you can't hear him. So, this guy hasn't been a much like at all. He's been in some TV shows, he was in Fair Game. That's probably the biggest other thing. Yeah, he's not been a much at all. 
I love these retellings of her previous experience with these boyfriends, too, because it's the comic as well. Brian Lee O'Malley was really, really invested in this film. He was. He was involved in a lot of it. They actually made this movie before, before the, the book rent finished. Yeah. What do you know? What book he was on? I want to say it was on the last one or the second okay. last one. I thought I heard in that the books compared to the movie thing that after the first book came out, that's when Edgar Wright was like, "I'm gonna make this into a movie." He made the decision after the first book. after the yes. first book. Okay. Yeah. How long did it take? Do you know? Not sure. This song is probably the weakest part of the whole movie. It's the weakest part of the whole movie, but it's also in the books. It is. <laughs> I do hate this part. It's really in funny. In a near-flawless movie, this song is very annoying. But it's like, it is Bollywood. But Aaron, this happens in real life. This is happening. Everyone is seeing it. Yeah. It is. It it's is. happening. <laughs> this is the world that they live in. <laughs> S-L-I-C. No, he's and not there a goes Crash and the boys. Doesn't even rhyme. This is impossible. How can this be? So the ending of the first book is a bit... I like this end to the fight more. Don't they all join in song and fight against them? They all join in them? song to fight back. But yeah. I, I like this. It ends with the punch just like that, but it's a full song and they sing back. Yeah. The fun, the fun part about the songs in the books is that they have chord progressions with the lyrics. Yeah. So you can play the songs. They which don't have a melody so cool. written out, but you can play the songs. Yeah. Which these songs are not <laughs> the books. <laughs> <laughs> I love knives. Oh, knives, you sweet, sweet angel. <laughs> when you were young, <laughs> Scott, you're dating a high schooler. Yes, the Seinfeld <laughs> bit. Is this in the comic? Hey. I think so. I think it says like Q Seinfeld music or something. Yeah. <laughs> I love a live studio audience track. Unless <laughs> you throw it in a big movie like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, one of the best lines of the movie. Mm -hmm. Not that. <laughs> That's hard. That's the best line <laughs> of the movie. I love it. But it's hard. 
hard. There's a YouTube video of that line for 10 hours. And I don't want to say how long I watched it, <laughs> but longer than I should have. <laughs> You're a monster. <laughs> Kiss me, I'm dying. I, do you think you would take an actor seriously if he used to be a pro skater? There aren't many pro skaters out there to take seriously, but if yeah. the Flying Tomato, Sean White, became an actor, would you take him seriously? Oh, yes, Evans. this is Chris Evans. This Chris right here was the first thing they filmed. Movie within a movie. Bucko. And if you notice, he has a two, two. tattooed on his neck because he's the second evil ex. Scott Pilgrim versus Captain America. The Captain America movie we didn't realize we all wanted. That's the real Civil War. Why are you psychic? <laughs> hey. And an Oscar winner right there. Brie Larson. Brie Larson of Room. Also, that is. drummer that they have, they nailed the look of her. She's also From bigger the comic, than the yeah. comics. And Brandon Routh is in her band who plays Superman. Yeah. So fun Superman fact, was before this, I think. Scott Pilgrim is the only one to defeat both Captain America and Superman, and Superman. in yeah. one film. So if we're being real, he's the best superhero ever, yeah. I'd say. Somewhere around there. He defeats Superman, and it doesn't even matter what his mom's name is. Yeah. Even though Batman doesn't... Does he defeat... He kind of does. What a bad movie that was. Oh. We still Check need to out watch episode 30-something, where we talk about Batman v Superman. Yeah. <laughs> Was that 10 weeks ago? Probably more. Yeah, no. it's been a while. I don't know. Break up or whatever. Oh, sweet, precious knives. I love him just, like, hopping out of the frame. Sliding out of frame. Oh, poor knives. You hate to see that. You really do. Yeah. But he does Ramona. love Ramona. Teenage Dream. It sounds like David Bowie. I don't think it is. I think, yeah, it might have been. <laughs> That's like the comic book. Yep. Keep smiling no matter what. Yep. I've used the term new new many times also because have you? We should have made a drinking game out of this and taken a shot every time that we hear a phrase that we use on <laughs> ah, our every day. All the time now because of this movie. Yep. Young Neil's just jamming next to them. Do they explain who young Neil is and why he's friends with them? He lives there. Blue hair. Blue hair is probably my least favorite of her hairstyles in this movie. Green hair is my least favorite. Green is your least favorite. Pink is my favorite. Pink is the best one by yeah, far. By far. 
If you got an apron that says cook on it, nothing else, I'd be okay mm-hmm. with you wearing aprons. Thank you. I, I have a Los Pollos Hermanos yeah. apron. This is the apron I'd be okay with you wearing. Okay. Well, if I find it, I'll get it. You got birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> Make a note, Aaron. Cook apron. We'll get Ben a cook apron. Write it down. And then I'll cook things like garlic bread and whatever else he's making. Are they sitting around eating garlic bread and that's it? Bread makes you fat. That's a realization I didn't have until college. Yeah. Because the freaking food pyramid was telling us that grain is everything we ever need in life. Yeah. Lies. Stupid. During the Nixon administration, I think it was Nixon, when the food pyramid was first created, the grain administration or whoever they were, the grain folks had pull with the Nixon administration and bargained to get grain at the bottom of the food pyramid to convince people to buy all of it. Yeah. It was a sh- it was a scam. Shady stuff, man. That is why American. That's why America is where America is, and that's why we needed Pokemon Go, to save us. Yeah. Okay, you gave me crap. <laughs> you told me. I said I said if you bring up Pokemon Go in this podcast, I will turn it off. But I brought it up organically, Double much standard. like grain. Double but standard. <laughs> I brought it up in a funny way. You would have said. Oh, look, a Pikachu's nearby. Hey, could someone run outside and grab it for me while I'm recording this stupid podcast? You're a jerk. You know that? I'm not a jerk. I just didn't want you to play Pokemon Go while we're watching the movie. I'm not playing Pokemon Go while we're watching the movie. Look, the phone is off. I know it's off. I know. I appreciate it. Oh, my goodness. It wasn't. Do you think you'll get to a point where you'll stop liking your name? My name? Yeah. I don't know. If you can think of a good new name for me, I'll, I'll think about it. I love my name. I'll never meet another... I'll rarely meet another Parker. Except the one time I did, it was in one of my classes in college, and it was a female named Parker, and she was a little bit more outspoken than I was, so she was Parker, and I was other Parker. Aw. Sucked. Sorry, man. Never again, I you're, said. You're never always- again. You're always the prime Parker to me. Thank you, Benjamin. You're always prime Ben. Aw, thank you. Well, I had a friend named Ben in elementary school who was a good friend of mine. No, where's he now? He went to West Point. Where's he now? In the army, he's doing quite well. Well, then he's Sergeant Ben, whatever. He's uh, he's uh, he's doing pretty well. well. Good for him. Also, that's why I crack my neck the way I do. 
No, it's not. Yeah, it was. You've done that ever since I met you. Yeah. Where do you think that came from, though? That was from Scott Pilgrim? Yeah. I saw him do that, and I was like... like that all the time. Yeah, I know. It hardly ever cracks, even. No, it cracks. <laughs> Points with two fingers because he's a second evil X. The two on the floor. There's you know, so many numbers hidden. When I worked at Regal Theaters for a good two months one summer to make some extra, extra dough, they told us in the instructional video to point with also, a full hand because it seemed more friendly than a finger. Also, this castle has been used in a ton of movies, including the X-Men movies. Is it the, the X-Mansion? Mansion. Yeah. Two in a car. Competition. This was before, this is after Fantastic Four, before Captain America. Some people realized how famous he was going to be. Was it before Captain America? Yeah. Do you know if these are real stunt doubles or if these are just actors? I don't know. I'd like to believe that they're all stunt doubles. This is what happens in the comic, isn't it? Doesn't he fight the stunt doubles? I think so. Uh... I don't know if he does. <laughs> oh, well, the Waltz walks over just to make the joke and leaves. This is a great example of a well-done fight scene where it's one guy versus a bunch of people, but it doesn't feel like they're doesn't all just feel taking like the their Matrix time. Reloaded. Yeah. Edgar Wright knows how to do a fight scene. He knows you can never take Edgar that away Wright from is him. amazing at fight scenes. The fight scene in At World's End in the bar is better than most fight scenes in superhero movies. Yeah, and the bathroom fight scene is also amazing. Yeah. And this fight. I mean, most of the fights in this movie. Yeah. That's actually hilarious. Yes, Scott. Aaron, for the record, that really happened. He really beat all those people up. And that coffee was actually scalding hot. And he just did it because he's the human torch. What did he do? I wasn't looking. When he squeezed the coffee cup, that was actually really hot coffee. Oh, really? Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. 
<laughs> you are a pretty good actor. Thingy. It's so amazing to see him in this after everything. They're also pale because they live in Toronto. Oh, yeah. What a sad place that must it's be. It's okay. I'm from Wisconsin. I'm quite pale at times. I've had my fair share of, of bleach white skin. Yeah, we've all been there. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that line was from a real experience that Brian Lee O'Malley had with, like, some rock musician. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. That sucks. This doesn't suck, but that that experience sounds awful. This is great. Kilometers per hour. I love how okay everyone is with this like blatant murder. Yeah, he's dead. He's gone forever. They all have no job. Did you ever get to play the Scott Pilgrim vs. the World video game? No, I didn't, but I, I heard really it's wanted amazing. To. I want to get a landline. On that Something phone. about it. A cord being stuck to one location. Yeah. Sucks. Everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seven little kisses. Deadly exes. <laughs> Lesbians. Fun fact. Did you ever see The Father of the Bride? Steve Martin? Forever ago. How good is it? Yeah? Real good? Little brother. He's the little brother. Really? Now he's all grown up. Home Alone. <gasps> Wait, that's the little, little, the little brother who pees the bed? Ah, uh, it is. Realization. Oh, no. The what? That's too bad. Yeah. Oh, oh, we just said that's too bad right before she said that's too oh, bad. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Brie Larson. Oh, she's so wonderful. She is. But not in this movie. Nah, she's still amazing. Well, she's great in it, but she's real rude. What? No. <laughs> you sound just like her. Thank you. <laughs> She's so good in this. You know, it's funny that 
Wallace is Wallace in this movie because they were gonna, there was talks that they were gonna make a third father of the bride, where the little brother. I love that actually, real quick. Yeah. He jumped out the window. <laughs> where the brother was gonna get, was gonna, was gonna be gay and have a marriage, and really? then Steve Martin was gonna have to figure out how to react to that. Oh, that's interesting. It would have been funny. Would have been good. I loved the Father of the Bride series. Now, this is teasing the fourth Evil X, but we're still only on the third Evil X, so this is just what's coming soon. This is post or midst of parenthood, yes? I think so, yes. Which she's great in. And she also did the voice of Katara in Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, did she? The hit animated series, yes. Which I will always recommend until the day I die. And I probably won't watch. Please do. post the day I die. Please, please do. It is so very, very, very good. I want a spinoff starring Anna Kendrick in this world. Yes. One of our first things as like, let's be funny and creative before the cluster cuss was a Twitter account called If Only Movies, at If Only Movies. And we named off a couple of funny possible movies one day. But we never kept going. We never kept going because we just kind of ran out of ideas and didn't care enough. But one of them was a spinoff for Scott Pilgrim 2 featuring Anna Kendrick as the lead. Yeah. So if you're on Twitter, check out at If Only Movies. For some really old tweets. And then check out at The Cluster Cuss. For some really old tweets. I remember I watched this movie with my parents because I love it so much. Mm -hmm. I was like, can we please watch this? I love it so much. They're like, all right, we'll see it. They hated it. What? Yeah. Why? I don't know why. I wish I could tell you. What? I'll guarantee my mother will listen to this. I don't know if she'll watch the movie with it. And that's okay, Mom. It's you really good, though. There's, I don't know if my mother would like it because she'd be like, it's so, like she'd watch it and she'd be like, it's very you. <laughs> and she wouldn't be like, I really loved it. She'd be like, you know, it seems like a perfect movie for you. And I I'd be like, it is. That's kind of <laughs> what my parents said. They just said it was really weird, though. Yeah. There was once we were at a, uh, like a Bible study one summer. And there was yeah. a question of, what's your favorite What's the one movie you could watch forever and never get bored of? No, that was at our uh, Bible study we used to do with uh Isn't that what Point. I just said? Yeah. I thought you said it was Bible camp. Bible study. Sorry, my mistake. Um, 
And my answer was Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. It's not my favorite movie of all time, but it's one that I could watch over and 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 over again. And like probably ever. never get bored. Yeah. Because we did watch it over and 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 over again that one summer. That one summer all those years ago. I remember it. <laughs> For the record, they were referencing my super ex-girlfriend. Which, which I saw. I saw as well. I, it was a movie night. And my parents were like, Parker, we'll let you pick a movie. And I'm like, oh, I saw a trailer for this movie, My Super Ex-Girlfriend. And I think it looks funny. We rented it, watched it, and all of us hated it beyond hate. It is still to this day maybe the worst movie I've ever seen. Ooh, wow. And they never have let me go. Let, no, well, uh, that's not what I meant to say. They've never let it go. So like, they'll still to this day be like, oh, Parker, want to pick a movie? Oh, no, you'll pick The Super Ex-Girlfriend. Ha, 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 ha. And I'm like, no, I didn't know. I thought That's it looked funny based on the trailer. We have some friends that are the same way with us with um, Burt Wonderstone. Wonderstone. Yeah. No one's ever not let that go. I don't think I've ever brought, heard it brought up except for you. Marissa brings it up. Really? Yeah. Well, she's married now, so. Yeah. Whatevs. Yeah. Na-na-na. Ben, have you ever thought about dyeing your hair? I have. Have you? Yeah. To what? So in high school, I, w- I wanted to dye my hair all blue. I really wanted to. Yeah. Okay. And the other one I wanted to do was... Wait, what stopped you? <laughs> Why didn't you do it? Where are the pictures? <laughs> it never happened, dude. Good. And the other one I wanted to do was half like blonde and half black. I would have preferred blue over that. Yeah. I want you to do blue now. Yeah, that's ben, not happening. Ben, if you're delivering mail on Belmont's campus and you have blue hair, you know there would be a Fall Folly sketch about you. Oh, Belmont I don't, University I don't has need this thing that. called Fall Follies. I don't need that to happen. Where, uh, it's kind of like SNL, but Belmont makes fun of itself with a couple of choice students who are very funny and then make up jokes about this campus. They would make a joke about the blue-haired mailman. You know they would. I don't want that though. Why? You'd be you'd be you'd be famous. I don't want to be famous that way. I'll shave Sean's head, our other roommate, and then I'll dye your hair blue. I leave my mark on this house. Aaron, I'd shave your beard. No, no. I like your beard too much. I love your beard. I like Aaron's beard. I'd What do you want done with your hair? Do you want me to dye it? Want me to cut it? I can do both. I can't do either, technically, but I could figure out how to do either. I love that Scott's go-to drink in this whole movie is Coke Zero. Yep. Are they a sponsor, do you think, or just funny? That was in the comic, I thought. Oh, you're right. I think it is in the comic. Yeah. 
I love this song. Love this song. There's Superman himself with the Punisher TV sh- T-shirt. Yeah. TV shirt. <laughs> Just T-shirt. Did Brie Larson sing this, do you know? Yeah, she did. Good. But this dun, version dun, is dun. not on the album. Hello again, friend of a friend. It is in the special edition. You can get a special edition where you have her version. Uh, it's not this version, though. They re-recorded it no, for no. that special. Black Sheep recorded a version of the song for the album, but the special edition, yeah. you, can get the cla- you can get this version. It's not this version, though. It's I've heard this version on record. Before, or really? Not on record, but I've seen it recorded. I've tried to find it. I haven't been able to. I love this song. Me too. Everyone. Superman. Superman's angry. Boots are like Electra, for goodness sake. (laughs) (laughs) How does she know Envy Adams in the band? She just uh, well, she doesn't she, work at the venue, does she? Well, no, they used to be in the... She was from this town. Yeah. Does that mean she knows her? Well, it could be how. They could have just been friends. Todd, the third evil ex. With the big three on his shirt. Ah, <laughs> oh, blogs. Envy had a lot more. She was a big character in the comic. She had a lot more... Stretched out through the entire six. Stretched out, and she was a lot more sympathetic. One of Ben's favorite lines in the whole movie. Here it comes. The one that says, I'm not afraid to hit a girl. No, not that one, not that one. That's his favorite line, no, everyone. It's highlights out of her hair. He puts the highlights out of her hair. <laughs> He really doesn't. Huh? Uh, Gosh, I love this movie. You cocky cock. You'll pay for your crimes against humanity. Oh, this movie. Vegan powers. <laughs> now, if you guys aren't familiar, if you're a vegan, you, you get special. You have superpowers. Yeah. According to vegan law. He, this is probably the best representation of Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. in live action. Better than the Yu-Gi-Oh movie, I'd I think say. literally everyone would agree with you. <laughs> he looks like a Yu-Gi-Oh character. I only say, that's why I say yeah. it. Just the hair mostly. Yeah. With a face. (laughs) 
If we can give him glowy white eyes, why can't we give Batman glowy white eyes? Good point. <laughs> it's not raining. What thought process goes into buying a t-shirt that just says <laughs> zero over the front of it? My thought process would be Scott Pilgrim wore this, so clearly I need Yours, to. yes, but Scott Pilgrim sees it in a store and he's like, yeah, that's my thing. Zero. I don't know. Scott's got interesting taste. He I really appreciate does. him. Punch the hole in the moon. Isn't that a part of the comic, or does she just mention yeah, it like that? Yeah, because the way that he gets beat is because um, the girl that he's dating later is like, she's like, yeah, he punched a hole in the moon for me. And Scott's like, yeah, he did that for Ramona too. And she's like, oh, gasp. Because he's dating the drummer in the comic. Oh, behind Envy's back. Did you reread him again after the time we read him? Yeah, I've read him since then. You read him? Since okay. I got him back. Or got the new ones, I should say. Did you get the color versions or just cut the black and white? I like the black and white. I yeah, I like them it that too. way. <laughs> Best part of the movie <laughs> Base battle, 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 battle <laughs> I love the base battle Funky. Funky. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's so good. I love this, this movie, movie more than I can express <laughs> in mere words. Uh, this, oh, this part of the soundtrack is even amazing. Like just to listen to when not watching the movie. If I was running up a hill and I'm like, man, I'm getting tired. And this song came on this and I'm would like, be a nope, not tired no more. Yeah. Because you just picture the movie in your head and how perfect it is. Can you imagine being in the recording booth when people are doing this and just like having fun with it? Oh, it'd be so great. Scott's base. Oh, no. Oh, gosh, I love that scene. It's still fun, but that part was the pièce de résistance. Yeah, wee oui, wee. Oui. It's something like that. I've never known how to pronounce that phrase. Yeah. yeah Pieces no. of resistance. The Lego movie does it best. Yeah. Piece of resistance. 
muchacho. <laughs> it's like the Vicini scene in uh, Princess Bride. Yeah. You only thought I'd pick that one, so that's why clearly it's got to be in this glass. Yeah. I love that scene. That guy was in something recently. That guy or the other guy? That guy. Over your powers. I don't know that guy. I'm looking him up. <laughs> so good. Chicken that Parmesan. shorter guy is in Pacific Rim. Yeah, I recognize him. Come on, where is Vegan Police? Here we go. Clifton Collins Jr. He was also in Pacific Rim. Or no, wait, that's that guy. Where's the other Vegan Police officer? Sag. Thomas Jane. Oh, he was the Punisher? He was in Face Off. But now you will be gone. You once were a vegan, but now you will be gone. Classic Scott. Classic. He's in the mist. Oh, yeah, he was the Punisher in the Punisher the movie. Meast. That's really cool. I didn't realize that until now. It's the Meast. Vegan police. Sorry. You just headbutted my boyfriend so hard it hurt. You kicked my heart in the ass. That's what you did. Fair point. Yeah. It's the truth. Aaron, how are you liking the movie so far? Do you Pretty like good. it? Pretty good. Pretty good, he says. How's our commentary? Be honest. I know it's the last episode, but don't let that hold you back. Yeah. yeah. Are you listening or are you watching the movie? Can you hear it? Yeah. Nice. Good, 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 good. Good. I know. It's your first time seeing the movie, so I was worried about it. It's such a great, amazing, wonderful movie. Do you, you want to talk about it? how much we love the movie? Yeah. I don't think we're talking about it enough. So first off, the movie starts. No. <laughs> oh, I hate those interactions. Because they happen in real life. They happen far too often in real life. I don't want to do. What do you want to do? I don't know what I want to well, do. What do you do want? Just do it. I don't care. Just let's do it. Do something for goodness' sake. Yeah. Live in the moment. Good, good advice from Ms. Ramona. Speaking of great workout songs, um, the music you for said this you whole love scene. This song. <laughs> it's amazing to work out to. It's amazing. It's called Roxy Fight. I really recommend. Talk about it. a build up. Peaches and gravy. I feel bad for anyone watching this 
listening to this without watching the movie because there are a couple dead spots. There are a couple dead spots. More importantly, you're not watching this amazing, amazing movie. That's the real tragedy, I think, more than anything. Especially if you've never seen it before. You need to watch it. Watch it now. Get, stop what you're doing. Pull your car over right now and watch this movie. I promise you won't regret it. Well, I don't know if I'd promise that because it is I odd. promise all of you will love this movie. Fourth Evil oh. X. Roxy. The name on everybody's lips is gonna be Roxy. <laughs> From Chicago. That's from Chicago. Chicago? You ever see Chicago? Chicago. I've not. Best picture in, oh, I don't know when. A while ago. Great. I love that line. I was just a little bi curious. Oh, no, honey, I'm a little bi furious. Ramona gets in the fight. Yeah, she does. I love this fight scene. It's so, it's uh. There's actually a longer. Ex- <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. There's actually an extended cut of this fight in the bonus features. Is there? Yeah. Edgar Wright said that they tested the movie and people didn't like the fight. Um. Because it was so long, and he's like, I just guess Americans don't like long fight scenes. That makes sense. We get bored with them. I never get bored of this. Ramona with her hammer, and Roxy with her belt, knife, whip. Yeah, it's amazing is what it is. All right, Ben. Yeah. Ramona with that hammer versus Thor. Ramona. Right? Thank you. Oh, that kick. Oh, love her. She's great in Perks of Being a Wallflower as well. She is great. She's exceptional. I like Perks being a wallflower. Me too. But Emma Watson really does steal the show. She does what? Steal Emma the Watson show. steals yeah. the show. Well, I like the kid as well, but she's great. And Ezra Miller. Ezra, yeah, the three of them. It's a, it's a really it's good, a good movie. Yeah. Fight your own battles. I love that she has powers like Nightcrawler to disappear and reappear at yeah. will. Your BF's about to get effed in the B. Great line. Mm-hmm. 
For the record, Aaron's face just made this scene so much better. Oh, I wish you could all see it. Aaron's as shocked as anyone watching this for the first time would be. She, she, okay, she did just orgasm to death. That did just happen. But it's hilarious because it was from touching the back of her knee. <laughs> Aaron loves it. New fan conversion. <laughs> you know, because I love this movie and I've seen it probably 20 times, I don't think about how no actually weird it is. Yeah, no shock. Just joy. Like, I still think it fits the movie, but it, it is weird. I'm not going to lie. That's what happens in the movie, in the comic. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Does anytime Joy date. <laughs> joy. Ramona, I said sheer joy earlier. Anytime no. Ramona date a new boy she has to have them fight all the exes she's gonna grow sick of that no because it was just after if i had to listen to matthew patel sing that song if you want to fight me you can can keep her if if yeah exactly i'm like she she'd be like that's it i'm celibate for the rest of my life never never again yeah bye-bye if i have to interact with matthew patel one more time i'm done katianagi twins six and seven wait do you miss any no I thought she was four, wasn't she? Yeah, these are five and six. Not six and seven. You're right. I just miscounted. That's my mistake. Sorry, Man, everyone. It's hard. I get you. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. I, I think that's when we kind of see that he is gay in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was my uh, background Ant for a while, amp. by the way. What? On my wall, on my uh, phone. Amp versus amp. That that wallpaper with the exclamation marks. That would be nauseating oh, to I be in the audience never for. Never want to go to a show like that. Sorry for the yawn, folks. It's in this movie late. where they compliment each other. However, it's amazing. I love it. No. Green hair is coming up. Uh, it's my least favorite hair. Green. Don't like it. Like a froggy furry cabbage, the baby is unnaturally don't green. Wicked. Oh, that's nice. Alphabuzz, a green little baby. Green little babe. Getting graves. Oh, shoot. What's his name? Jason Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman. I love. I'm so happy they got him I for this movie. I love me some Jason Schwartzman. Wes Anderson movies obviously are some of my favorites. Yeah. And Jason Schwartzman's a staple. I love. Did you listen to his Nerdist podcast a couple of years ago? Yes, I did. I loved it. It's great hearing him talk. He's a weird guy, but he's totally like. I mean, he's about the art. And he loves it. He loves what he does. Who doesn't love the art? The art's great. It's a great thing to... It's, I love the art. <gasps> the design of this scene is also just beautiful. They're yeah. All the fights are beautiful, but like... 
the visual effects. Yeah, team this is the one where like the visual effects just kind of get to lose it. Yeah. This is a movie, if you're a visual effects artist, where you're like, this is the fun stuff that I've always wanted to do, and I get to enjoy creating. Same, same with editing. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is the fun stuff where editing isn't just making a movie flow. It's, like, making a movie so much more interesting. Totally. I'm blind. If I played bass, I would play bass like Scott, where I'm leaning over and kind of pointing my bass towards the floor. Yeah. I think they're just trying to copy how he, how his animations are in the comics. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Now the dragons come out for the Kadianagi twins. Blowing them away. I love that shot. It's so good. It's just them on wires, but I'm okay with it. It looks good. Side note, the amps for the sex bombs is in the shape of an X. <laughs> He's so awful in this movie. Jason Schwartzman nails the role, but he's the worst. I love it. Yes. Yes. The Rock Yeti. Oh, my gosh. You remember that shirt I have? I have an amazing T-shirt. I've not worn it forever. That is a Battle of the Bands T-shirt that has... That monster holding Oh, the, that's uh, right, that's right, that's right. I love that shirt. I've not worn that shirt in forever. I have, Wear it today. I have three Scott Pilgrim shirts. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, well, the one is a Marty McFly. And I have one that's a Marty McFly, Back to the Future, um, Scott Pilgrim mashup. I have the one that's the Battle of the Bands shirt, which mm -hmm. I love. And then I have another that is uh, a Doctor Who Scott Pilgrim. It's got David Tennant and oh, it's yeah, got yeah, Pilgrim. Oh, yeah, I told you to get that one. Yeah. It's a sick shirt. The what Battle up? of the Bands one's still my favorite. That is, because that's just straight Scott Pilgrim. That's not yeah. like referencing anything else. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim. Oh, gosh, I love this storytelling. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Knives is there. She's amazing. Like, she's insane. But she's such but a good love person. Her. See, Aaron feels bad for knives. Ramona. Ramona. Oh, my, my. Ramona. That's a great song. Did we already missed that? We totally, totally, totally I think we did. talked over it. I talked over it. I apologize, guys. That's a great Look part of the us. movie. I love to hear the rest of it when it's done. What? <laughs> Were they still together? I always forget. I like his hair in this movie. Yeah. 
Whenever I grew a mustache when I hiked the Appalachian Trail, mm-hmm. Jason Schwartzman was always has, and it still is my mustache my mustache icon. Oh, he really? doesn't have one in this movie, but he, whenever he grows a mustache for most Wes Anderson movies, it's glorious. Yeah. What a mustache. And he doesn't look pervy with it, I don't think. Does he? And I'm just mistaken? I don't know. I can't think of one where he does. Let me pull out my phone and look it up. That's a pretty weird role model for a mustache if he doesn't actually have one then. He does have one. He wears one all the time. You would like, you really need to see Darjeeling Limited. I want to. I really, really do. Mustache. Mustache. Who doesn't love a good mustache? Gideon is even more evil in the comics. Oh, wow. He does have a mustache. You're absolutely right. That's uh, in Bored to Death. He has that, I believe. I've never seen Bored to Death. I've seen some episodes. They're pretty fun. This is a picture of him at the Scott Pilgrim premiere with a mustache. No. Dang. Here we go. Now they actually have a version of the song performed by Beck. Who Beck wrote most he of wrote the... He wrote most of the songs on this, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And if you look back at the CD Is shop... Is he friends with Edgar Wright? I believe so. And if okay. you look back at the um, CD shop, they place his albums pretty prominently. Oh, so you can they? see them. Yeah. yeah. Smart. That song, Ramona, is most of the reason why I wanted this CD on vital. I don't blame you. Anna Kendrick. (laughs) (laughs) She's so young and impressionable in this one. (laughs) Gosh, I love her. Me too. <laughs> Scott's getting kicked out of his apartment. It's just sad. Can you imagine the hurt, Bad the hurt. shame? By the way, Parker, I'm gonna need to kick you out of here. Uh, need to be out by Friday. Excuse me. Excuse me. I need to be out of here by Friday. Oh, I'm moving out Friday anyway. Perfect timing. No, I'm actually kicking you out. Let the record show that. It's my decision (laughs) to kick you out. Yeah. Well, then I'm not going to share with you the memoir that I wrote about our relationship. Wait, what memoir? No. I want to hear the memoir. You kicked me out, and now you won't hear the memoir. You can stay until Friday. (laughs) (laughs) You can stay. (laughs) 
you know, Gideon would look a lot cooler with some Warby Parker glasses. Oh, get over yourself. And not some Ray-Bans, some Warby Parkers. Get over yourself, man. You know, I was first going to make a podcast before the Cluster Cuss. I was going to do one by myself called The Parker from Warby Parker. Yeah. And I was going to talk about local Nashville. I, you can still do that. Life. Well, now that I'm leaving Nashville, I can't really do that. You can talk about a Nashvilleian moving to New York. Mm-hmm. The Parker from Warby Parker and his travels from New York to... It's like... It's I, like I, I uh, Rochelle name. Rochelle and her yeah. woman's journey from Milan to Minsk. <laughs> I love that shot. Tying um, his shoes. He actually did that himself, fun fact. Did he tie his yeah. shoes? Yeah. I love that. So this finale is kind of similar to what the comic has, but not quite. But the ending, and the finale, the was very written. end is super different. Yeah, yeah. The fight with Gideon is a little bit different, a lot different. But um, this was written before the fina- final comic. Yeah, so it inspired so it. So O'Malley kind of yeah, and was inspired by the movie. Steven Stills finally has an electric guitar. He does. What if I want the satisfaction? How douchey would it be if you actually went somewhere and the owner of the club just sat on top of a pyramid <laughs> with his girlfriend? With a girlfriend, like, <laughs> next to him? Holding a cane. I would never go to Schwartzman, that place. If it was Jason though, I would go every night. Oh, absolutely, Jason Schwartzman. But anyone else, I'd, I would never go there. Yeah. Like, dude, Reliant K is playing like their last ever show at the Chaos Theater. Oh, that's, wait, is is that the place where the guy sits on the top of the pyramid? <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, no, no, I'm going to go. I would totally go, actually. I would I think it would be so cool if there's no. actually a guy who owns it who feels so good about himself that he's like, yeah, I'm going to sit up here all night and just sit here and watch peons below. I feel like I'd at some like, point wow, he would snap nice. his fingers and everyone would stop and he'd be like, you, and the ironic T-shirt. You'd be worried that he'd call on you? Yeah. It's class. It's class. It's his college class all over again. Yeah. Who read the book materials from last night? Benjamin? I was going to line my way out. Uh... Scott earned the power of love. Oh, flip him off. Song from the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Slightly faster. Killer fight scene here. All this murder. Is it murder if they turn into coins? It means yes. they're never really there. They're all pigments of his imagination. Yes, pigments, not figments. <laughs> He knows how to work a sword, though. He does. So does he, unfortunately. He's like Lucius Malfoy, where he keeps a sword in the cane. Or actually, you know who else did that? Was Watson in the new Sherlock Holmes movies. Oh, that's with true. Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law. 
Jude Law keeps a sword inside of his cane. He's a smart fellow. I almost bought a cane because of the Sherlock Holmes movies. I did not. Movies affect your they fashion really a lot. They affect yeah. a lot of that. But I'm okay with it. Because it means I have a reason for most of my decisions. Yeah. What are you laughing at there, Aaron? Handkerchiefs, because of the movie The Intern, is okay. Sweaters, because of Scott Pilgrim and Castaway, is okay. Watches, because of... Why did I start That's racist, watches? by the way. Can we acknowledge that? What did he say? Kung he, Pao Chicken? Yeah. That's one of my favorite puns of all time. What did she say? She says, get ready to chow down, and her last name is Chow. That's true. I love it. If I was at this club and this was happening, I'd be like, this is the best night ever. Yeah. This is amazing. I'd hop in one of the safe balcony seats and just kind of watch the heck out Like, of I'd that. be nervous that most of the henchmen turned into coins, but yeah. I would like it. Does that mean that we're all coins deep down? Oh, do you think? You liar! I'm going to go to bed real quick after this. Just side note. Say what? I'm going to go to bed real quick after this. Oh, so am I. I'm so tired. But I'm so happy we're watching this movie. Yeah. Look at those big old brown doe eyes. Yeah. Love it. Ooh. I love Jason Schwartzman. He's evil. He nails it. Also, this shot right here coming up. Death. Um, Bradley O'Malley decided to put that in a book because he liked it in the movie the shot of death yeah just him being dead with the word really dead. yeah I love the Scott Pilgrim Smashing Pumpkin shirt. Me too. It's so cool. If we ever find it, one of us got to get it. It's so fetch. Oh, it's such fetch. Such of the fetch. Heck yeah.
Aaron, you remember her in 10 Cloverfield Lane? You remember? You remember? That's her. That's her. That's her. Lots changed. From Jason Schwartzman being a creep to John John Goodman Goodman. being a creep. Mustang Sally. Stop that. Cloverfields is such a fun podcast, and they ended it with John Goodman doing commentary with them to 10 Cloverfield Lane. And it's amazing. Most of the reason why we're doing this commentary was because <laughs> I listened to and Ben just listened to part of uh, the Cloverfields podcast with Steve Zaragoza and Mike Falzone doing oh. commentary too. So Cloverfield, when and it's great. So check uh, it out. Comeo says the comic book is better than the movie. That was the day that Brian Lee Malley was on set. Oh yeah. Yeah. So nice. they sell it just for him. Nice. For her? You know what else Bill Hader does the voiceovers for? Everything in this. No. Well, oh. Yes, but... Star Trek Into Darkness. He's the voice of the intercom for really? Star Trek Starship Enterprise, USS Enterprise, as well as the main, sh- the big ship. I don't know what it's called. I did but not know that. He's the control console. It's amazing. And he's also BB-8. Yeah, he's one half of BB-8. Half of BB-8 in Star Trek, not Star Star Trek, Star Wars: Star Wars. The Force Awakens. And he was surprised he got credit for that because he, like... Him and Ben Schwartz. Yeah. He's like, I didn't think I'd get any credit for what I did for helping BB-8. So he was legitimately excited. Another pun. I love I love her. He's finally doing it all right. Yeah. I should get a scarf like that. So are we all good? Jeez, Floor length. You make your own decisions, not just base everything off of movies. Smoke coming out of his jacket. Baby. I love that. It's so cool. An 8-bit sword. In a second, when he makes, when Scott makes him swallow his gum, he really did swallow his gum. Yeah, that's not happened yet, though. There it is. Boom. He improv that line, too, after it happened, right? No, they just had to do that line a few times, and he decided to swallow gum each time it happened. Why? <laughs> I don't know why. Not necessary. And so, after rapping, Edgar Wright got him a colonoscopy. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Is swallowing your gum actually really bad for you? 
Uh, I know it's not great. Oh, no. No, Scott. The hair looks fierce in the wind. Look better pink. No. Here we go. The ultimate. Moment we've all been waiting for. Team up. Here we go. Better than Batman and Superman, Captain America and Iron Man, Spider Man and Black Spider Man. Yep. Aaron's loving his time watching this movie. Hey, are those Reese's Cups next to you free free for us? Those are Luke's. Can we have them, though? I don't oh, know. Oh, did you not actually say we could have them? I, I you were making a joke earlier when you I said that he left them for us? We've said that before, too. Yeah. Two hours. Well, no, I said a full hour, and that's from... It's similar, but we used to do two hours as well. That's true. Whoa! K.O. K.O. indeed. What does K.O. stand for? Killed Knocked off? Out. Knocked O. That makes sense. Yeah. I knew that. I was just kind of making small talk, I think. Yeah. More than anything. I get you. Yeah. Wow. Steven's smart. There goes our deal. Hmm. <laughs> I love Kim. If you could date any of the wonderful ladies from this movie, who would it be? Personality or looks? Personality. Because I wouldn't date Knives. She's very annoying. You know who I... <sighs> Anna Kendrick. I'd date the sister. Really? I would date Anna Kendrick. She'd always be on her phone. She... That was a times, man. I think I'd probably date Kim. You would date Kim? I think she's really funny. She has no cute. personality. I like her. She's just angry. I don't blame her, though. It's an angry world. What? You said you're basing purely on personality, and Kim I like literally her, has I like the worst style. personality. I disagree. She has no personality. Audrey Plaza is the worst personality in this movie. <sighs> Nega Scott. 
I love that turnaround. Because it makes you think there's going to be a big finale with another big fight. Turns out it's just a funny little conversation. Yeah. I love it. It's great. Shaggy hair. In the original draft of the script. Hold on, we'll save that for the very end. Is this not the very end? Well, there's a little bit. There's like a minute. Well, yeah, but we got someone that's not seen it yet. This is a great finale. And stuff. and stuff. I gotta say that more often to clients at work. Oh, have a great day. Your stuff. social interaction has improved by over fifty-four percent this week. And stuff. Yeah. What's the in stuff mean? Well, you know this and this and that. This and that and stuff. And stuff. She has beautifully white teeth. Yeah. Very clean. I love knives. Have you seen the Honest trailer for this movie? I don't know if I have. It'd be worth a watch after this. I recommend it. Oh. Ah, slay me. Slay me. So, fun fact, and now I can say this. Uh, the original ending of this movie was that Scout was supposed to end up with knives. Yes. Because she was like the nice girl that... She was actually the one that cared about him the most. Yeah. Um, but they didn't kind of like that after... Well, test audiences didn't like it. Yeah. I thought they liked it, but test audiences didn't like it. Yeah. They were like... Oh my gosh, he's been doing all this for her, and then he doesn't even end up with her. They're yeah. really upset. And I, I understand the knives ending, but I prefer. I like that he ends up with Ramona. Ramona. But that was there. In the that comic, was it. he even ends up with Ramona. Yeah. In the comic, it's Ramona. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. the comic came out after the movie. That is the end of the movie, folks. All three of ya. Fun fact: Demon Hipster Chick is played by Christine Watson. But you didn't know that, did you? But y'all didn't know. Let's turn down the movie a little bit. And with oh, that, goodness. with the end of the movie, guys, we end the cluster cut. Oh, my goodness. This is so emotional. This is all of the emotions. What a great way to end it, though. I think so. That is one of my favorite movies. I love it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So news this week. Um, Was there news? I didn't buy a gift. I didn't. I forgot. I didn't either. Okay, good. I did not think to buy. How a gift. awful would you feel if I pull that one? Though? I would have felt terrible. Yeah, but it's all right. It's in the mail. Uh, anyway, um, thank Are you we guys. Are we talking about news this week? Oh no. Okay. No. I was like, I don't have any news. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, for those of you who've listened for a while, and those of you just tuning in because you love Scott Pilgrim. 
It was. It's been. It's been a lot of fun, and I think more than anything, what we want to say by doing this podcast is just like, if you guys have ever thought about doing a podcast and just like having fun with a friend, Do go it. for it. It's a lot of fun. Like yeah. it's just. It doesn't matter who listens. It's just fun to talk about the stuff you enjoy. Not to say you all don't matter, but huh? Said so not to say you don't matter, but no, no, no. That uh, not that, but like just like. The point of a podcast, it is to entertain an audience, but it's also just to kind of like give you, it's to experiment and have fun with it and yeah. talk about the stuff you really care about. So that's what, we did. that's what we've been able to do and we've really enjoyed it. Yeah. So we thank you guys for listening and having fun with us. Yeah. Uh, if you guys have any closing thoughts on our fun little commentary on Scott Pilgrim or anything else, you guys can shoot us an email at theclustercuss at gmail.com. Also facebook.com and Twitter forward slash theclustercuss. We probably won't be posting yeah. much of anything after this episode. But, I mean, if you post something at us, we'll see it. But we'll see it, yeah. And we'll hopefully respond and be quick to respond. So, yeah. uh, thank you so much to Danielle Humphrey for our cover art that we've used since the beginning of the podcast. Uh, thank you to Natalie Bell for our wonderful theme that we have loved and started and ended every episode of this cluster cast. Thank you to Aaron Bostwick and Luke Hagbert who have helped with audio every once in a while in the past. And thank you to my awesome lady friend, Danny who has also helped us record a lot and mixes for us. Been and a helps huge, us both. huge, huge help with everything we've done on the podcast. Yeah. And she's not a high schooler. She's not the high schooler we talked about. I'm previously. not dating a high schooler. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Cluster Cuss. This is our final episode, and we'll see you around. Bye. Bye. And stuff. Bye.